0: Welcome to the Conscious Relationship Uncoupling and Parenting Summit. It's me, Lucia Gabriela, your host and producer. Today, we have the honor to introduce you to an incredible woman. Her name is Helen C. So before I introduce you, let me just read a little bit about her. Helen's career spans from pharmaceutical health and well-being and sexual health. She's lovingly known as a scientist by education and a sexuality and spirituality teacher by journey. Fitness, yoga, counseling, and tantra are the modalities, and her gift is in providing answers to unlock past conditioning and significant events. Helen's work was birth, from the deep calling to unite science with spirit and bring fertility teachings to reproductive issues. Working at a leading IVF hospital and mentoring countless in private practice, she helps singles and couples experience the sacred and share gift of fulfilling relationship Sensuality and procreation. A satisfying life is lived with continuous awakening and inquired to return to a fuller expression of yourself. Helen's offerings range from deepening relationship, trauma release, igniting deeper intimacy and conscious conception. Whatever state you are at, she supports you with depth and clarity. We have the honor to introduce you a great colleague, Helen C. Thank you, Dalam, for bringing us to the summit, and welcome. Hello
1: and welcome. Um, Thank you so much, uh, Lutia, for this opportunity. Again, as soon as I I saw the invitation, I was super excited to get in contact with you and um, have this co-collaboration. What I found is that, you know, as you mentioned, we've worked with each other um, a few years ago, And when I read the brief for this summit and um, what you wanna bring forth as a collaboration for children uh, to have uh, consciously minded surroundings and parents and elders helping them through and guiding them through. And I know that I could have talked on relationships, um, uh, parenting and uncoupling, because it is the work that I do as well, But the other thing that I do that I really wanted to bring to the community is that of conscious conception. And I'm finding that um, children wanting to be born are really wanting us adults to stand up for ourselves and pave the way. And so I am hoping, if it's my intent um, in anything that I can do uh, to create a difference in this world is helping people become a lot more conscious um, in the process of co-creation and procreation. So together they learn what they need to learn for themselves, change what they need to change for themselves, and that inherits onto their children right from the get-go.
0: Yes, I have been knowing you for a while and I know the passion that you have for conscious conception and that was, it was so delicious for me that they say yes to the summit and you're so uh, willing and able to share with us. Uh, the topic of today is the three secrets to consciously conceive your baby and ignite yourself. So, ah, uh, yes, so we are going to be so blessed with your teaching because, like you said, it's, it seems like our babies are ready asking us in a very beautiful way to step up and to start creating conscious foundations at home for them to come and arrive and also have a conscious pregnancy, conscious, you know, conscious everything. So I'm so, so, so so excited uh, to share your wisdom and your passion with our community. So let's start the presentation now.
1: Thank you for joining me today. Uh, It gives me such pleasure and delight to share with you this three-step system that will guide you into the ancient yet simple teachings of of conception, fertility and relationships. You're connecting ways to tune your body into conceiving and bring that sexy feeling back into fertility and ignite the relationship quality that you're trying to cultivate for yourselves. Getting pregnant and raising children has changed dramatically in the last two decades from when I first became a parent and uh, it's no secret anymore that infertility has risen a fair bit across the world. In Australia, it's one in six couples and worldwide it's actually been noted as being one in four and I personally consider that to be a global uh, pandemic issue and I would like to make a difference and give it our attention. So from my work with couples and people undergoing assisted fertility, I discovered a common secret that people were sharing with me and that's that they're having less and less sex and that started to make my heart sink And I started creating and learning about what can I do to bridge that gap for people because I worked as a lifestyle trainer in uh, fertility therapies and I felt like I could really make that difference here. So I'm gonna share these tips with you today to be able to help you clarify the relationship that you want to cultivate at every stage of your life and spark your magnetism. So it's my intention for you on this journey to embody your journey into parenthood and let's create that as a rite of passage. Learn the art of sacred sexuality that magnetizes your bodies in preparation for a child and establish that healthy foundation to support the change from couple to family whilst respecting your individuality. Now, throughout this this presentation, I'm also going to give you practices to engage in. So whether you're here on your own or with your partner, I'm gonna encourage you to pause the recording at any time point and it's yours to have. um, So it gives you the opportunity to experience the changes that you can feel as I'm taking you through this. You may be wondering as you're looking at this screen, oh, why is consciously conceiving your baby down the bottom? And that's because these are the pillars and the foundations that we need to work through to be able to get into the deeper teachings. And I thank you for your trust today. So, parenthood is a rite of passage. Creating our family and a child goes beyond playing happy families. Conceiving and birthing newness requires a clarity and expansion. And so what we require is, with the transparency, we can trick our minds and our bodies into hiding our desires. And when we hide our vulnerability to the wider spectrum of the world and the feelings that goes around us, we start to hide a lot more and come deep within our bodies. So things like not letting employers know, or worried about job security, money instability, or wanting to hide from friends and family in case it doesn't work out to avoid feelings of failure, takes you more on the inside. That there is a that hiding does affect the 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 energy that your body is trying to actually cultivate, which is actually expanding out, and so. What I want to share with you is that the sacredness of preparing for conception is just as significant as the sharing of the news that you are pregnant. And I feel that so many of us would love to be able to have what we call that sacred relationship. And with sacredness, It's as simple as opening to something greater that is yourself alone. It's that feeling of cherishing each other and yourself as a prayer or a meditation and a dedication to the faith and the creative power that the two of you have in union as opposed to you being on your own. And we do this by having intentions in our life. So the most simple effective way to do this is our intentions create direction and it is a channel of energy to flow that allows the ease between you and another in making decisions as well and working towards an outcome. And so when you can regularly work with intentions in your relationship and in in cultivating your child and your pregnancy, that energy Is cultivated constructively and you get a great sense of fulfillment in that as well and don't feel so much despair when um, some when it's not happening so soon as well so if you're here with your partner I'm going to invite you to face your partner and come into some simple eye gazing and just looking into each other's left eye Just starting to breathe in and out at the same time. And just staying in this position and just dropping into your body, sinking into your chairs, and just starting to feel what's present for you in your body, there's nothing to say, there's nothing for you to do. You can do this for a few minutes and In that time when you both feel that you've dropped into your bodies, I'd like each of you to lean in one at a time and whisper into your partner's ear an answer for about two minutes, What are you afraid of? And coming from a place and space that's deep within you and sharing with your partner, What are you afraid of? means that. You get to share in the vulnerability together because you're both going through this. Now, even if you are a woman that's on a solo journey of parenthood and trying to conceive, having a support person around you to be able to cultivate these practices are equally as potent. Now, all these practices are gonna be given to you as worksheets At the end, when you um, when you link in to um, at the end of this presentation, so you are going to actually have all this um, for you as well. Okay. Procreation and pregnancy is temporary, and so the longer it can take to conceive. Um, the longer it can be, uh, it, it's a lot more difficult to be able to actually just keep and maintaining that trust, that security and that, that chemistry and that tr- attraction within you. And I've seen that in my private practice as well as working um, throughout IVF as well. And so I've got this triangle diagram for you in that in long-term relationships, trust and security has been found to be the most fundamental part of um, creating a relationship container. Above that is having the variety, the attraction, the chemistry, um, and on top of that, at the peak, is that time where you want to procreate. And I, I share this with you now because not everybody is going to get pregnant with all the efforts that we take in our life to get pregnant, sometimes that doesn't happen. But when we've got that solid container to fall back into, there's an opportunity that you're still in a loving, beautiful relationship um, and not be able to tip it to the other scale where potentially you're left childless and sexless. So I love actually building the foundation from the ground up and knowing that you've actually got this container for you. Now, to get onto authentic communication, because these are the times where when things aren't happening as as much as you'd like to, or there's other influence in your life, in your lives, we can break down in the communication and that's when we can feel quite insular. And to take a beautiful positive spin on all this is when we work through our communication, we're actually working through understanding ourselves better, first of all. So there's little point in saying it to your partner when you don't even know what you're truly wanting to experience for yourself. And so knowing your own depth and your desires and your values actually means that you can be able to share that from that place with your partner. So there's a deeper understanding where each of you are coming from. And there are going to be triggers in relationships. It is commonplace. And what we would like is to know that you've got this opportunity for deeper trust and communication between you. When the triggers come up, you've actually got a container to be able to work with them. And when we are working in this new paradigm of of, um, the communication paradigm, It can feel risky at first to say what you truly, truly want to say, but you've got to allow for mistakes and also allow for your self-forgiveness and that of your partner as well. And that brings me into the conscious arguing. And it is very, very rare that education, families and society teach us about conscious ways of arguing. And it's an immeasurable skill to have in any partnership as well as just the relationship of life in itself Uh, because it brings out, sometimes it can bring out our child or our anger or our tantrums. So knowing our values and speaking our truth in the moment makes you feel confident that you can carry through an expression and also equally listen to somebody else as well. So a tip and a technique here that I have for you is that if you need time alone and not talk about a particular um, argument that you're having because you want to process your feelings. You might want to say to your partner, you need two hours or you need half a day. Your partner asks, is it okay if they check in with you at that two hour period? And if you need some more time, you ask for more time. If there's an opportunity to talk then, there's an opportunity to talk. It's just a very, very simple way of Um, creating that container between you. So if you could look at each other and find some practice time and ask yourself what feelings do you hide from yourself and what do you hide from your beloved? It's that secret dialogue that keeps you playing in your mind that you don't express fully. And also understanding what are the top three triggers that normally cause an argument or distance between you, and exploring those between you to figure out where it originated from. Because I find that when you take the journey back to your past experiences and beliefs, this awareness can be quite liberating. Now, our parents were our first intimacy teachers. What we learned and what we couldn't express as little infants and toddlers, sometimes those ingrained patterns have shaped us into today without even realizing the effect that that can actually have on our mind and our body. Um, and I want to talk about this before I get into the deeper part of sharing with you the consciously creation of a child and what you can do. But it really is important to me For us to actually realise and understand that what we learned back then has shaped us. And the fundamental part of parenthood and preconception to parenthood is figuring out the parent that you desire to be and start playing that out now with each other. Role play that out wherever you can and just really get to feel that what you're bringing, what you're drawing out, you're actually going to draw back in again as well. So I ask these questions like, were your parents affectionate in front of you? Like, did they hug, did they kiss, did they talk to each other respectfully? And did they argue in healthy ways without taking it out on you or your siblings? And was there favoritism? Or maybe there was emotional withdrawal or abuse of any kind or absence. And when we started, Raising ourselves into our pubescent years, it's important to have a look about how much shaming was around when you were growing and budding into a beautiful young woman or a young man. And all this plays out in a, uh, all this plays a role in the way that you relate to your intimacy as an adult. And I want you to be confident in identifying where you might pull away from your intimacy and why. And to also know how to keep the communication in flow. So, a practice for you at home is to talk about your core values in upbringing your children. What are the no-go zones? And what is it that you both agree on? What are the green zones? And discover any middle ground. And if there has been any unresolved uh, issues of your past that you feel are still niggling away at you, I encourage you to go and seek a professional. There's so many amazing people at this summit, including myself, that you could relate to and reach out to, to really feel yourself being supported anywhere around the world to have all your desires and fulfillments met. okay magnetizing your pregnancy potential i become quite passionate about um, this subject so i'm actually going to start to talk about what it takes to increase the, the magnetism of your body as a man and as a woman and what you can do together as a couple and so Sacred Sexuality for Fertility is there's a group of uh, intimacy practices and the ones that I've shared with you so far is the eye gazing, talking to each other, uh, synchronizing your breath and that is one level and practice that you can do regularly for yourselves and especially if you do it before lovemaking where you eye gaze and you breathe in and out together at the same time your frequency of your bodies become more attuned to each other. When it's time uh, for ovulation and there's a higher peak window, coming into womb whispering is a beautiful, beautiful sacred practice. And that's where your partner can whisper down into your womb in calling in your beautiful child. Say, hey, we're here, we're waiting for you. I know you're ready to come out. One day you're actually going to grow this beautiful womb that will be your mother. And just speaking to your partner's womb. And women, if you are on your solo journey, speaking to your own womb, put your hands over your lower belly and speak in and, and know that you're cultivating this beautiful foundation for your baby. There's a lovemaking position I'm going to go to in a moment and I'll show you a a diagram where you can fire up your fertility and that's called the yup-yum position. But prior to that, women, what I really want to encourage you to do is spend a lot of time giving yourself breast care. Our sexuality and our cauldron of our sexuality ignites for us around our heart space and our breast space. So it's imperative that we actually start to uh, connect with this circuitry of our body. And breast massaging, either in the shower or before bed, it's a beautiful practice in just lovely round circles in one direction for a period of time and then in an opposite direction for a period of time. I do have a free resource which shows you this in detail. Um, I won't take up too much time here and now, but just know that there are supportive practices for you to follow up on. For men, excuse me, for men, your sexual polarity starts at your genitals and it's imperative that you can feel yourself and connect with yourself with your lower belly and with your genital area. Uh, just even just um, drawing circles in the in the lower part of your pubic bone can create a really, really big difference to moving the energy and shifting that energy in your body. Another way that you can do that, then, is to keep an exercise routine up. It actually helps move your energy a fair, uh, like, uh, at a great level to magnetize your body. Um, There is another practice that's called testicular breathing and I'm just gonna frame it for you where men would sit on um, the edge of a chair and just make sure that the testicles aren't being squashed. And as you're breathing in, you're squeezing like you're trying to hold back your urination so you're squeezing and when you're ready to exhale just release and then you breathe in and then you squeeze through the testes and when you're ready to exhale release so these two practices between the positive polarities of our bodies being masculine and feminine are a beautiful way of tuning into your body This also helps improve your energy for both men and women. And when it comes to your playful time and your intimacy time, sex for fun and sex for conception is a beautiful indicator to have. So when it's time for fertility, worm whisper, uh, have your intention setting. You may want to create an altar for yourselves. So start bringing more intention around when it is the... um, uh, ovulation time, okay, and the position I'm going to show you of yab yum is a beautiful one to actually cultivate in your in your intimacy as well. And the rest of the time, have fun, have fun in your intimacy, give and receive, massage each other, have date nights, just have some fun with each other, because this becomes fundamental of creating a child and a baby out of pure love and magnetism. And this child is just gonna wanna learn more and more from you. So this position here is the ancient powerful pose in lovemaking that you can take on and it's the yab yum position. It's beautiful to have it as you see uh, my beautiful friends here Uh, Josh and Rachel, who are using it as a part of a meditation and intention setting. What they would do if this was live, and I would show you in in my resource tool, which you, you can have access to, is rocking back and forth. So while you're in this position, you're rocking back and forth and building this beautiful cauldron of energy between you. And it's very powerful in its flow. If you want to take it into more intimacy, you can do this with your clothes off and you can also do this with penetration. And what it has is you can feel from, you can see from where Rachel's heart space is, her positive polarity would feed into Josh, which is this receptive heart. So with women, we actually penetrate through our heart. This is our, This is the beautiful aspect of being in the feminine essence is the penetration energy that we have and exude through our heart space. Men have a receptivity through their heart. And just like men through the genital area, and it's easier to see because the appendages are out of the body, there's a penetrative energy. And a woman through her genital area is in a receptive mode of receiving that. And so then you create this beautiful circuitry of energy between you. The whole lovemaking doesn't need to be upright, but it is beautiful to actually tap into it and shift that energy through your bodies. So I sincerely hope that you've got some juicy, juicy tips out of um, this presentation today. There is a lot more that I can share with you. This is just a, a taster for, for the level of this of, of the presentation and the summit as well. There are ways to delve deeper into intimacy and sexuality for fertility. And I'd love to offer uh, you to join me for a masterclass on the 22nd of November. It will be filmed and it will be recorded for you to have as a resource to use over and over again. And there's an opportunity to have live coaching with me, so I encourage you to bring your questions and your answers, your questions beforehand, um, and we'll come live, and you'll get to hear from me after I get to hear and get to meet you as well. As I mentioned earlier, there are practices in a worksheet that you can access when you register for the masterclass, and there is also a Um, a 20-minute video explaining a lot of these practices as well in greater detail so I look forward to meeting you in person and I wish you many 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 baby blessings thank you
0: thank you Helen so much for such a heartfelt beautiful and integrated presentation that you just offered to us and I have a question when it comes to the triangle that you share and which I deeply resonate with uh the trust and the secret net the security aspect of it while you were uh sharing this question came up to me uh that maybe you can elaborate a little bit more on that is do you feel that at a deep level and at a conscious level a woman doesn't cannot conceive or doesn't conceive is because there's no space for sacredness, security and that trust that is needed for her to be able to bring a child into this world?
1: Beautiful question. Thank you. And as you were sharing that with me, my body was responding with a yes. Uh, I can, you know, I can butter a response, but ultimately there's levels of untrust that a woman can carry in her body and they could have started from childhood. So there could be, I don't trust feeling safe in my body. I, don't, I, I want the intimacy. I would love to be able to experience myself as, as a mother and just be able to recreate this, um, what I feel is my absolute magnetism love and to be able to bring that forth into a child but if the fundamental and the foundation of trust isn't in the body and not and then reflected not in the relationship that can actually lead to having a lot more difficulty in conceiving
0: yeah yeah thank you i have also seen um like when you mentioned the rate of infertility across the globe is huge it's like surprisingly Mm -hmm. alarming and Mm -hmm it is interesting that that people are not even talking about it like we don't hear that much and yes do we hear that uh they're still trying to control population and maybe i don't know what the bias around that is but i also you know i also feel that um that there has been like kind of like conditioning for women in the past decade in a mental level to put a lot of pressure upon us as women um with that flexibility that flow that knowing that awareness that no matter what comes our way as women uh, you know as couples individuals as parents we get we get through it like we make things happen many women in today i i, I witness a lot a lot of this they they just focus on having a career 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 career, career and when they get in, you know they hit their late 30s and 40s that's when they start feeling um, that they they ready for to have a child and I sometimes like I have seen women who had developed some kind of like internal illness and when they start doing the inner work and the energetic work they realized that it was this go 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 energy of, of trying to you know get a career and in the subconscious they used to say to themselves you know i can't have a child i can have a child because of my career i can not have a child you know and 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 they have created a lot of like chaos in their intimate life itself mm-hmm. so do you feel that that pressure has also has created something and it's linked to this um high rate of infertility in a global way
1: Yes, I do, uh, definitely. It, I'll speak first to the Western world uh, because I feel it's slightly different to more developing countries. And when I share the stats, I share them from um, the World Health Organization, which is the WHO organization. So um, there's more information on their website and they, the World Health Organization um, talks about and shares globally about all illnesses and diseases okay so I just wanted to let our viewers know that as well for the western woman like I found when I had my children 20 years ago and 23 years ago the pressures certainly are not the same as what they are now and what I'm seeing there has been a massive massive leap in the externalized stress and pressure in performing in the world And we've got to perform for something or someone that is outside of ourselves, not for ourselves as an individual and the sacredness of marriage and the union of even just being, or a relationship. So it's not even about marriage, but being in a relationship and having that sacredness, like you're in a sacred container. You are untouched and together as a unit, you get to expand and explore and create substance in the community. I feel that what has happened here um, over the years is that we've changed and making, um, say, childcare centers and availability and tax brackets so much more harder that women are, without realizing, forced to work a lot more. And the pressures on just maintaining everyday life is, a, is a much, much higher. That has had a culminative, a culminative effect on the pressures of just everyday life, let alone the pressure of being in a relationship, maintaining the status flow of a relationship, and then moving on towards pregnancy. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel um, that there is the seen and the unseen pressure container that is just building, 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 and just going, something's got to give. Now, for the uh, more developing worlds as well, I feel like as uh, generally as a species of humanity, we are taking up a lot of space. So globally we are, and I don't want to get socio-political here, but we are taking up a lot of space and the Earth as a whole and Mother Earth is becoming imbalanced. So if we're not going to take care of the Earth, something will happen so the Earth will go, hey, you guys as custodians of this land are not doing what you're meant to be doing, I'm gonna have to take over. And I really do feel that this pandemic proportion of infertility that we're ex- experiencing in the human race, and especially as a species that is current on this globe today, has, is not dissimilar to a massive tsunami or an earthquake or a natural force that comes through and wipes something out, just to have it to start fresh again. And I really do feel that with the human population, that Mother Nature is finding her way to also go, "Hey, you're taking a lot more than you're giving. Things are out of balance."
0: Beautiful, felt it, and I do felt that. Thank you for bringing in the aspect of Mother Earth into the topic because it is ne- necessary to have a linkage to that, like to link mm-hmm. what it, what could be happening to uh, something that is, is greater, you know, as mm-hmm. part of ourselves, but it's also greater in a global way. And I, I love that correlation. Um, so, when you were talking about womb whispering, I really was giggling and, and loving it because, you know, um, at one point in my pregnancy, I used to talk to my daughter. I even tried to push her music to it. And I was gonna ask you, what do you recommend to parents, um, especially moms who, women who are in this journey of, deciding to conceive, to start building that muscle, with their emotions, so when they have, um, you know, that conceiving beautifully, you know, they, they don't get as affected the child doesn't receive much of that of that energy or that emotions and because I can tell you by experience, my daughter, I can see like after I gave birth, it did affect her at some level. I'm very conscious about that. So I wanna bring that up. So if you can give women some kind of like insight on how to leverage emotions before or even if they are pregnant right now, how yeah. to they can deal with those emotions.
1: Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I love the depth that this conversation is taking, Lucia, uh, uh, through our personal experiences as well. Emotions and feelings are natural in the body. So to try and circumvent them and push him, pushing them away is only just going to create pressure. And the mother baby unit already knows that it's in a it's in a it's in a combined psyche. So even if the mother is not feeling something, know that the outside environment, if there is an outside environment, the child starts to tune into that as well. So if you are, if, if there is, um, if you're pregnant now, as a viewer, if you're pregnant now or, or in the near future, if you are currently in a, a situation which you feel is quite tense and tight, now is the time to try and get into some release work. It doesn't mean that you're never gonna feel angry again. Healthy anger is important. And even feeling it when you're pregnant is important. It's gonna regulate your child. It's gonna give your child a big bandwidth. And if there is anger there, hold your belly. Oh, sweetheart, mummy's feeling really angry today, but that's all in this moment and that's okay. This will pass. I'm going to do da da da, that's going to make me feel better. So the child gets to know that, and you get to feel yourself as well, that you're always going to come into a self nourishment practice. So instead of allowing that anger to fester and fester and leak out in other ways, there's an element of going, I'm going to put my phone on silent. I'm gonna close all the curtains, I'm gonna make myself a cup of tea, and I'm gonna get my blanket, I'm gonna wrap myself up, or I'm gonna have a shake, shake. Is an awesome way of releasing tension in the body and anger. So five, 10 minutes, put on some shake music and shake, 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 shake. And it will leave your body. It doesn't mean the conversation doesn't need to be had that you're actually releasing and, and removing that excessive tension in your body. Wrap yourself up in a blanket, put yourself in some warm space, and then continue the day from there. And talk to your baby, telling them that you know what you're doing and that you've got this. Beautiful.
0: I love the chicken, chicken, chicken. How and about um? <laughs> my daughter does it, and uh, you know when my daughter get into that state of. Uh, anger and frustration and even when we drive in and she can get there and I'm just sharing it by experience what I have learned is that I just pull over (laughs) and and she'd get out of the car and literally in the middle of the highway like we pull over right like in a very safe way um we just like I start, I invite my daughter to show you're gonna shake it she gonna shake it shake it shake it shake it and my daughter love it <laughs> and people in the highway may think that we're crazy <laughs> on the street they may think that we're crazy but I I so assure you that after that, like shaking, 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 she comes back and she ground and she's like, oh, thanks, mama. <laughs> like, and you, the ride goes smoothly. So thank you for sharing that. I love the shaking part of it. Oh, thank you. We, I know that we can go deeper in this conversation and I love you so much and I love your work. Thank you for everything you do and Helen and I appreciate you.
1: Uh, Lucia and I appreciate you and the global visionary vision that you have and how it just you bring it to life so you're a you're a gift thank you
0: thank you so how can we find you again for everybody to get back to you
1: beautiful yes you can find me at helen z.com there will be a uh, a link that you can join in with and join me for a free masterclass as well as the worksheets that I've gone through today. So HelenZ.com is a beautiful way to start, and from there we can connect through social media or personally.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. I love you, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, our amazing audience, uh, for tuning in today to another amazing episode of Conscious Relationship Uncoupling and Parenting Summit. So we see you in the next episode, and we'll see you then.